it's amazing when you go, you know, you go in the field and you look at your flock. You think, you know, it's all great and good, like, you know, until you get them in that pen and you, you put your hand down their back and you realise, you know, that, you know, there's a couple of them that need attention, maybe, you know, in the month of August, you know, that they need, you know, that bit extra grass or maybe even a bit of feed just to, if you want to keep them on. Like, so, you know, it's good to get in there, put your hand on their back, you know, make decisions fairly early on if you can to try and, you know, get ahead of the problems, I suppose, you know. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Obicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you the latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. Now in this week's episode, we head west to Condola County Galway to hear from sheep and beef farmer Michael Ford, who is a participant in the Better Farm Programme. We chat about the impact of a difficult 2023 on land performance and sales. We also discussed the impact it had on your condition and how he's managed to flock this winter. We discussed the steps he's taken to address your condition since housing, this year's scan results and his feeding plans for those in late pregnancy. We start off with Michael discussing his farming system and some of the challenges of managing a fragmented farm. Running here in uh, Corundula, uh, around uh, 27 hectares, mainly sheep, uh, around 180 ewes and about 18 cattle. Michael, a very typical farm in the west of Ireland. Um, just maybe to give us a little bit of context, we'll get into the different systems. Your farm, I know from being on it with you before, it is fragmented. You might just tell me how many blocks you're running on. Well, probably run on, on three blocks, uh, Kieran. Yeah, so the the main main area here around the around the farm, uh, we've a, we've a, we've probably seventeen acres uh, up, maybe about three four miles away in Cardinvilla, and there's another twelve, well thirteen acres in in Ballinduff, which is another three miles other way, you know. So, um, creates its own challenges in 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 in, in parts of the year when you're trying to you know moving moving stock around from. You know, different grass and silage. You know, a lot sometimes silage will be away from the farm, so there's a lot of there's a lot of going and from to bring stuff back to the yard. You know, you have a lot of road work, and I suppose you touched on there like it does throw up its own challenges. And probably one of them, I know you discussed this with me before. One of them is the home farm is probably the wettest farm where you have the sheds and where you have the housing. Like so, in springtime, you really are ferrying lambs, cattle, everything kind of moves away yeah. from there. Yeah, well, I suppose that was you know back a couple of years ago we used to always you know close up these blocks around the around the farm here because we'd have it for when lambing time would come around you know places to go out and 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 where it's close by to the air but you know a couple of years like we got caught with with bad bad winters and we ended up having to bring lambs and sheep back into the into the sheds because you know they just had no shelter and the and the the land was too wet so while it was a bit more difficult I suppose. It was I was closing up the the land that was further away from the from the farm because it was just better better to have it at that time of year where the sheep could go and have shelter and especially with the lands you know. Yeah, look, I suppose most times we talk about closing up around the shed, but in your particular case, it's not as big an advantage as some of the other farms are more suitable. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's probably going back two seasons ago now. Like, I mean, we we just got an awful bad February and March. I remember just lots and lots of rain and and um, you know. You'd go out in the morning and they'd be all, you know, tucked in under the wall. But the the the, the land is too wet around here, and I, I I lose too many fields once the land once the weather is very very bad, you know. So, yeah. um, like the last couple of years now, I've closed up all of Corundula, so that gives me a good a good block. I've closed up all of Ballinduff at this stage, so that gives me two good blocks. You know, later out maybe in April, end of April, when I want to start moving stuff out, you know. Look, so you you basically stock each of them blocks then according to what they can carry for you. Yeah, well, that, that's 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 the main aim, like you know, and and um, 
we put it in. Uh, the, there's there's one field in Corrindulla, which I suppose there's, there's, there's 15 acres in it, and the other field has about two acres. So I put the, the 15 acres into about four into, into four blocks, and I rotate around in on, on a grazing thing for the sheep after that, you know. And then you can depend on bale sale, you're supposed to say, drop out the surpluses. But um, yeah. we might just get into the different systems. So the cattle system on the farm, what are you running there? Um, so we bring in, I, I buy in, you know, I bought in um, nine heifers and nine bullocks this year. I bought them in round, they were all bought in in, in, in May, um, round maybe 400 kilos weight stores. Um, put them in there getting about maybe two kilos a meal now a day just to, to keep them going. And I'll I'll probably drop that off now in the next couple of weeks and, and I'll probably get them in and I'll finish them out in grass. And I'll bring them up around 27, 28 months and we'll, we'll, we'll kill them off of that. Okay, so they are, you're, you're getting two grazing seasons out of... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I think it just works for me. Like, I mean, the the, the heifers probably won't 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 reach now that there's some, there'll be a couple of heifers. I think they'll be finished coming out of out of the shed. But the bullocks, it'll, it'll, there's fairly good quality bullocks in it, like they can take a bit of weight. So uh, rather than buying in, you know, newer, uh, new stock again, and I'll, I'll keep running these for, for, for a couple of months, you know. Okay. So they're, they're going to split between the different grazing blocks. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And the sheep system, you touched on it briefly there. You might just tell me the type of your flock you're running, what kind of breeds and that you've in it. So it's, it's a Suffolk, uh, Suffolk yours. Um, I crossed uh, with uh, Texel rams. Now I, I keep a Charlie ram as well, and I always have over the last couple of years. I always any um, hogs that are brought in, I always get in the the Charlie the Charlie ram. I suppose it's just a, a thing that I do that when it's their first time, maybe not to have. He's 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 a fairly easy lamb, like you know. So that's what I've ran in the next last couple of years, you know. Okay, and then you're you're selling all over that flock. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, everything is everything is sold out. So, um, so this year now, a uh, lot of lambs went to Hetford Mart, and Anton Anton off goes to the factory. We'll go to Donald Belly Harness. Look, we might just keep going on the lambs when we're talking about them. Um, look, like most Michael, a challenging year for finishing lambs. Um, you probably change the system around a wee bit and push your yield numbers up. Um, I know from chatting before, like you've tried to finish off more, maybe cut down some of the inputs in them. Yeah, so I mean, obviously having with working through with yourself through Chagas, um, try to cut down probably on 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 meal a little bit and and work a bit more with with grass and trying to make sure the the lambs are in front of quality grass all the time. I suppose the the challenge was that the year was a challenge that you know the wet year didn't help. I suppose and maybe lamb performance wasn't as good as I would have liked. Like you know this year, um. But a lot of that is down to down to down to the weather. I think you know. I mean, the lambs always had the best of grass in front of them all the time. But um, yeah, it was a challenge this year to to for lamb performance for sure. Um, yeah. Definitely a difficult back end. And I know, like from talking before too, like you're pushing them to full weight all the time. You were still killing a batch there as we came into the back end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the I suppose I I sold a batch off there just before. Um, we said they shut down for Christmas. Uh, I think 17 or 18 lambs went to that stage and then I kind of left them. I let them go for another few weeks and I, I saw 17 more there again. So they averaged out around the, the 22.7 kilos. They're, they're paying up 23. So they averaged out around, around with the 155. So, you know, happy enough 
at this stage of the year to be getting that kind of that kind of money for them, you know, after <laughs> You know, yeah, uh, look, it has been a challenge. I suppose you touched on that. Like, I suppose this year was one of the years where they probably let you down a little bit every time we put them on the scales. It was just a challenging back end as well. I suppose you can experience that. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I suppose I, I think I was doing the right thing in terms of how I'm trying to, to trying to run it. You know, I mean, I think, um, obviously, again, working through with yourselves and Chagas, you know, over the last year definitely lot, producing a lot more grass I think a lot more better grass and um, you know they were always they were always being rotated and going into the best grass especially after when I cut silage I cut silage in late or sorry in early in in, in uh, early June so I had lots of paddocks with after grass and they were always getting good but again I suppose just again the challenging year very wet you know and as, as we all know lambs don't like the, like the wet no, like ourselves, it's, yeah, not always, it's not always best for trading, so it's not. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and look, uh, it's something we, we've uh, discussed with you know, one know before, like young feeding groups, stuff like that. It's it's a system that's going to be tweaked over the coming years. Yeah, so look, I I, I suppose for me uh, this year, um, well, looking at last year, um, I suppose it's been a, a kind of a... You know, wake up call really in terms of the way the weather can can affect and, you know, I'll be looking at you know obviously grouping again this year coming in, but maybe being a bit more focused to 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 get them finished that bit quicker. I think. I mean, for me in my system, I like I, I really don't want to be carrying too many lambs past the past the month of September again. You know, I think with the way the year has gone, I, I lose a lot of ground if the if the if the weather gets very very bad. And I'd rather keep maybe the O's out that bit longer, you know, a week or two longer if I could, rather than trying to focus on in 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 October, November, trying to hold grass for 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 lambs. I'd rather have them gone. I think at this stage, so a bit more focus. I think um, this year uh, with the groups and maybe with the feeding as well. You know. Okay, I suppose like to put that in context. You know, the system you're in, the fact there's three fragmented blocks, you really do have to plan out your back end a bit more maybe than somebody with all the ground around them. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, it's been in my, it's been in the head now for a lot, lot of months the way it, it's worked out this year. So definitely, definitely going to have, a, you know, obviously keep going. I think I, I really believe in, in that, you know, if I go back even four or five years ago from where I am now, I think you know the grass management is 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 just pulls apart, you know. So I think it's it's the right way of doing it and and work more with better grass. But I think just getting in there maybe a little bit quicker with a bit of meal, keep them moving all the time, um, probably a bit more checking on them, probably a bit too much focus. I think at times on the heavier lambs and not keeping an eye on the back end where mm. you know you're forgetting about the lads that are coming off the back, you know. Yep, that's what. Look at it. at the end of the day, your focus kind of switching maybe a bit more to that system was to keep costs in check, but there's still input needed at times of year. And I think you touched on it there. It's maybe just checking where the lambs are at a certain time of year, knowing when to go in. I think so, yeah, Kieran. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think maybe just probably probably left a few lambs. You know, trying again focusing again on the finishing groups and not watching the back, and probably needs to come in there a bit a little bit quicker with the meal, considering the way the year was. So. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, think... we're, 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 when we're talking about the way the year was, look, it's only lambs that had an effect on. I think most this year it, it did have an effect on yours, particularly your condition. How did you fare out? I know what conditions scoring with you. How did you fare out going into this back end relative to other years? And we might just talk a bit about the O's, what happened yeah. with them. Um, I suppose, uh, again, going back again on the year, I suppose I, I felt that maybe the, the, the flock wasn't, it wasn't where it, it, it you know, Needed to be in the in, in coming into the back end of the year, um, had to house them a little bit earlier this year because again because of the weather, so they 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 ended up getting housed probably in in late in late November. At that stage, I fast scored them as they were coming in, um, and I made a kind of pin of any yos that I thought that just needed that bit of bit more care, um, and I started to give them actually a bit of um. Was a silage I was keeping for later on out in 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 February and March when, when coming close to lemon and, and and at lemon time, just to give them a bit of a push on, and probably maybe three weeks ago I started actually giving them a bit of meal about three hundred grams of, of of concentrate as well, just to keep them pushing on. But um, it, I might just I might just tease you out a bit now and like. Like look, like most has said, you probably went into tipping this year, maybe not as good an average, maybe a bit higher mm-hmm. cohort of was a bit, you know. You were saying that like you fed them on the better silage. What kind of quality are we talking here? So like the size that I kept out I was keeping uh Kieran was I, I ended up, I got tested and it worked out at around seventy three percent DMD. So good and yeah. good silage and you, you were hoping good. like you were, you were trying to get a bit of weight back on them early on then. Yeah. I mean and I even though I was kinda of, had that kind of earmarked for for later on in the year, um, I said, look at you know when I when I bother to pass score them, I may as well you know kind of give it to them and and be, to be only a few bales used as well. So, um, we did the scanning um as well, and and we we we'll, we'll go through them now again, and I'll I'll you know match up anything I feel that needs to be a bit more you know, but maybe some of the twos with the three or the ones with the twos in terms of feeding, like just to keep them keep them on the right side, you know. No, I think it's an important point, Mike. You, you better deal with it then than realize when you get to the lemon pen and start dealing with problems at that stage. So, yeah, absolutely. You, know, yeah. you, 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 you took them necessary steps. Look, you touched on scanning there. How did the scan go for you this year? So, um, I think after at the initial litter side was just over the one point eight, and I think after after um, the few empties were taken out, it, it was around one point seven five. So it's kind of, I suppose. Fairly similar, similar year to the last couple of years as well. Like you know, so not too bad. I mean, again, going back again and on on the year, being a little bit worried even before scanning with the way things the way they were and the condition they were, hoping that it wouldn't be um, the scan wouldn't be too bad. So I was I was looking, I was pleasing up with the way things were, you know. Yeah, look, in fairness, only a handful of empties in there, I suppose, and you've gone up a bit numbers to 185. So you know, as we said, a good enough overall scan for you, and I suppose yeah. it's something you've been yeah, kind of working on for the coming years. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Look, I mean, I was happy enough, and I mean, there was a good, there was not too many trip triplets in it, and 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 not too many singles. So it's fairly good overall with couples, like you know. So look, happy enough was happy enough with the way they were after the year, you know. Yeah. So look, you touching there. You're starting off. You're you're lambing early March. I should have probably asked you that earlier on, but you're the first week of March, Michael Lambing. First first week of March, yeah. So I'll be kicking off and, uh. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, you know, last year went fairly well. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for for much the same again, you know. And so for feeding by you, the triplets and those tinnios, you were saying they're already on a small bit of supplementation. Probably yeah, look, that's, they, that's that's important to get that in that wee bit earlier with them. You'll be starting rest now, will you? 
Yeah, I'm starting the rest now. Probably, you know, probably once I get them sorted out, they'll all they're all like I suppose a third of them at this stage now is, is are getting meal. You know, at some stage, you know, just to give them a small bit, just to keep them tipping away. Um, and um, I'll once the, the I've them pinned up, they'll all be getting this. You know. And look, when you talk about pinning up, you, you have a nice shed for working in. I know you've kitted out a lot of it. You have a, you have a well divided out for them as it stands. And you, you're indoor lambing with them. Like you, you've all basically in the one shed, more or less, beside other. Yeah, yeah, or more or less, yeah. We, and, and there was a new shed put up. Uh, we had originally, I had only four four pins in it. So I, I kind of made four pins for, for uh, about 30 O's in each pin. But Kind of changed around. I had kind of a one corner left in it, and I I ended up pinning that out as well. So you know, there's about 150 sheep in that in 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 that in that shed now. Like it's 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 a nice shed for us, good in area as well. Like you know, um, so it it works well. Like you know, and the other it's built in around the other sheds. So I mean, for lambing time, it's 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 quite good for you know. You're not you know even when you're going from one to the other, you're not really going outside as such. You know. No, looking especially when you think about Anthony in part-time work as well. Anthony like that you can leave easier is always a big advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I am working full time as well. So um, you know, that presents its own challenge, but you know, I'll be taking a few weeks off um in in, in the first week in March, you know. So that's great. It's a good it's a good holiday to keep fit, so it is nothing else, Michael. <laughs> I don't know if it's a holiday, but anyway. <laughs> Very good. Look, yeah, you, you you've had a busy year. You've had a lot going on, and I suppose if you take a couple of key points away, you're just chatting to me like you've you've dealt with a lot of the issues you have on the farm. You know, you've actively addressed those condition issues. I suppose there's a good message in that for a lot of farmers. It's something that I, you know probably even could be better on. You know, to 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 get in there maybe quicker during the year, just to you know see because it's amazing when you go, you know, you go in the field and you look at your flock, you think you know they're all it's all great and good like you know until you get them in that pin and you you put your hand down their back and you realize you know that you know there's a couple of them that need attention maybe you know in the month of august you know that they need you know that bit extra grass or maybe even a bit of feed just to, if you want to keep them on like so um absolutely i think it's 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 you know it's good to get in there put your hand on their back you know make decisions fairly early on if you can um to try and you know get ahead of the problems i suppose you know Look, Michael, I really appreciate you coming on. It's good hearing about your system. I'm warning you now, I'll probably have to call on you again at some point for it to come back on with us. But uh, look, really appreciate you coming on for this episode. All right, Kieran, thank you very much. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. I'd like to thank Michael again for coming on with us and going through his farming system and how he's managing his flock this winter. You can find out more about the Better Farm program and Michael's performance on the Chagas webpage on the Better Farm section and in the Chagas Sheep News Hour that comes out each month. That's it for me for this episode for updates on the sheep program. Keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chugger Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.